This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We are heading into the waiting season. You know, that time of year when we sit in our cars and we wait in traffic to get where we want to go. Warmer weather brings those road construction projects. And this year, it sounds like there's going to be in particular a couple of big problem spots. Drivers in Coquitlam, for instance, facing a bit of a construction nightmare. Uh, This was on Como Lake Road, actually, earlier. That's because Fortis, BC is beginning the next phase of what it calls its massive gas line replacement project. This is the same project that caused so many headaches and delays and businesses say lost money in parts of Burnaby and Vancouver ever since it started back in the summer of 2018. It is a huge inconvenience. Also, for some people, as we said, cost them some money. Now, the mayor of Coquitlam is saying, listen, this is not right. We got to change this. We can't be doing it this way. And so Richard Stewart, the mayor of Coquitlam, joins us now to talk more about this. Thanks so much for being here. My pleasure, sir. Tell me a bit about this project, and how does it affect Coquitlam? Well, the, main, the two main challenges we've got, apart from, I mean, obviously it affects us from the point of view of congestion and the, the road closures of our main east-west corridor uh, for, for mo- what's going to be the next five months, I suspect. Uh, but those are the challenges associated with uh, putting in infrastructure. We get that. Our main concern, though, with this project is that Fortis has taken the position that if we want the old line removed, we have to pay for it. Um, They've essentially said, we're we're putting in a new 30-inch line. Uh, The old 20 will fill with concrete and we'll leave it there for future generations to deal with. And this is our only east-west utility corridor. It's very congested. It has hydro, it has sanitary sewer, uh, storm sewer, water, uh, municipal infrastructure, regional infrastructure, as well as uh, lots of communications, and we have no room left in it, and we can't. Uh, we're trying to get Fortis to agree to remove their pipe. And so, what? They're just not going to do it. And, and what kind of recourse do you have then? Well, right now they've taken us to the BC Utilities Commission. Um, that's uh, why their project was able to go ahead, uh, despite the fact that we still didn't have agreement on this. The BC Utilities Commission said. The project goes ahead and will resolve the two remaining issues, an issue related to the amount of paving that gets done, whether it gets patched or properly repaved, and the second issue being this, uh, the existing line and whether, in fact, uh, Fortis is going to be allowed to leave their garbage under the road for us to deal with at our cost, uh, or whether they have to take their, their old pipe with them when they leave. So what did they do in other jurisdictions then? Did they leave that pipe there? Um, typically, that's how they do it: is they leave the old pipe there, um, they fill it with concrete, and uh, leave it. And that, and in fact, that happens elsewhere in Coquitlam as well. Our challenge in this corridor, though, is that it's our only one. It's uh, uh, almost within a year of them being finished their project. Coquitlam's going to have to go in and do 300 meters of removing that old pipe so that we can use the corridor for some municipal services that are needed. Because it, as I say, it is our only east-west corridor in that part of Coquitlam that is continuous. Um, You know, in Vancouver, you've got First Avenue, but you also have Second Avenue and Third Avenue, Fourth, Fifth, all of which can be used as corridors for underground utilities, and we don't have those. Right, but this just seems like they're making it more difficult for you to get work done. You fill that thing with concrete, it's going to be that much harder for you guys to get out. Absolutely, and and the only reason they're filling it with concrete, of course, is because they know that they intend to abandon it forever, which means that in 
20 years when it rusts through, um, they, they obviously don't want a sinkhole caused by some, some pipe that they've left in the ground. Um, and our perspective is now you've increased the cost of removing it, even though in this corridor we're going to need to remove it. And they said, well, you'll, if you want to remove it, it's at your cost. Even though it, it's their pipe, right. it's on our property, and they're, they're going to charge us, essentially, for the cost of removing it. This particular project, though, has caused a lot of problems and headaches, right? Whether it was in Vancouver, Burnaby, and now in Coquitlam. What kind of recourse do communities have when it comes to this kind of stuff? Well, we don't, we don't actually, and that's one of the issues we raised with Minister Eby when we met with him uh, last fall on the question of the BC Utilities Commission mandate and generally the realities associated with uh, utilities, uh, companies that want that supply services to our region, um, and they're entitled to use our roadways, and the Utilities Commission is intended to be the arbiter in these processes. But its mandate says that its job is to reduce the cost to the company, uh, not reduce the cost to the community and not even consider societal costs but rather only consider the costs to the company, the company's shareholders and the company's ratepayers. Um, and our perspective was, absolutely, you, you have to include societal costs. You have to include the municipal costs. Otherwise, we end up with a company like this essentially being subsidized by the taxpayers for the next generations. Have you talked to or heard anything about the impact this project had in Vancouver and Burnaby in the last year? I certainly have heard uh, some of the realities associated with traffic congestion. Um, on the utility corridor side, it, it has been less impactful because they, they, they have a different reality. They have lots of parallel corridors, so they don't have that constriction. And in fact, in fact First Avenue, large portions of it are twice as wide as uh, our corridor because of that center median. So it was, and it's it's a different reality in other parts of Coquitlam as well. We're simply saying that under the mandate of BC Utilities Commission, they should consider the local impacts of this kind of uh, infrastructure and make the municipality whole, make the taxpayers whole. And we, we shouldn't be subsidizing a, a private company that wants to install utilities. It's interesting, though, when it comes to something like Fortis, is that the people that they're talking about, their customers, right, for their overall company, are the same people who are going to be inconvenienced. Well, to some degree, yes. I mean, this pipe goes through Coquitlam to get to Vancouver. uh, And so Coquitlam taxpayers are being asked to subsidize the pipe. um, And I think inordinately, we ought not, you know, Coquitlam shouldn't pay the cost of installing the pipe, obviously. Um, No one would argue that. So why would we pay some of the costs associated with uh, the pipe? And and at the end of the 60 years of life of this pipe, are they intending to leave it underground as well and leave it to the taxpayers to remove? It just doesn't make any sense. So we're really looking for the BC Utilities Commission's mandate to be updated and the whole process to take into account um, societal costs. And then we can properly uh, address these projects with all of the costs included rather than leaving a bunch of externalities uh, completely ignored in the in the business case for these projects. Right. So then what should drivers in that area know about this over the next couple of months, Mayor Stewart? They should go through some other community. <laughs> <laughs> That's not always possible, right? It's not, it isn't always possible. This is... Yeah, this is going to be a uh, the Como Lake corridor for the next few months will be hell uh, because it's it's a four lane corridor that's very busy as it is and it will be released reduced to two lanes um, sometimes two lanes alternating or one lane alternating um, but 
two lanes typically and much, much slower. I was there at the beginning of the project this morning and I saw perhaps a one kilometer lineup to get through the North Road intersection, uh, the intersection of Coma Lake and North Road, where traffic was reduced to one lane. Uh, and so at rush hour in particular, these are going to be very problematic uh, corridors. And so we, we urge people to use the Low Eat Highway or to, to figure out another route, uh, at least during this, this construction process, because it's going to be messy. And there's parts of Low Heat Highway right now that are undergoing a big project as well, is there not? Yes, actually, the, the same challenges are, are being faced in, in Burnaby uh, related to the Lowheat Highway corridor because that's the next phase of you know, that's a, a, another part of the same project of installing this 30-inch line effectively from Surrey all the way through Coquitlam and Burnaby to, to Vancouver. It sounds like it's going to be a nightmare going through that area. Yes, it's going to be a nightmare. It's uh, we uh, we've been working with Fortis for months, uh, well, for more than a year actually, on trying to mitigate the challenges associated with congestion and traffic and rat running and the risks to you know the the school zone when people decide to go off the main road and head down a side street and they're trying to make up time and they're suddenly they they don't realize they're in a school zone. These are the, you know, the side roads are not meant for commuter traffic and they're not meant for traffic even traveling uh, 50 kilometers an hour, let alone faster than that. So it's going to be, uh, I'm very fearful of the challenges that, uh, that, you know, a project like this by Fortis is going to create for our, our residents. Okay, so then what do you, what's the next step here? Are you waiting for a decision from the BC Utilities Commission? When do you hear more? Yeah, so BCUC uh, ruled right away the project can go ahead. Uh, that's uh, that's something they always rule. Um, and then the next phase of it was to set aside the two items of dispute because they don't have to be decided until pretty much the project, uh, the pipe is installed because then you have to deal with the old pipe. Um, so we expect a decision on that. We've, we've submitted our pleadings and uh, Fortis has made their case. And uh, we expect a decision on that in the next few months. Um, I, I actually don't know where that decision will go. If they consider the, ta- the the cost to municipalities, they will side with us. But if they don't, and I suspect they, that their their mandate doesn't include that, they may well side with Fortis, and then we we'll, we will have some decisions to make as to how to pursue our legal alternatives uh, related to uh, what will amount at that point to a trespass on city property of a bunch of derelict pipe that isn't being used as a pipeline anymore. Interesting. Well, Mayor Stewart, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. That is Mayor Richard Stewart of Coquitlam.